1: You're real nervous because your father's got a big birthday coming up and your family's throwing a a huge party. Everyone in your family is going to be there and you have to give the toast and you, your whole life, you've had a hard time making your dad laugh. He doesn't think your jokes are funny, but you write the best joke possible for your dad. You, he is guaranteed to laugh at this joke and you're going to put it in your speech and you're going to be the hero of the birthday party. You try out this joke on your SO and your SO is like, "Mm, all right, I don't get it. But if you think your dad's going to like it, then go with it. Whatever. I don't care. You're like, all right, no, I got this. I got this. So the day of the birthday party, you are like, you know, running around, like getting stuff ready and your SO is at the bar with your dad. um, And you're like, it's, it's okay. Like I'm, uh, I'll, I'll be right back. You two just make conversation. Your SO tells your dad the joke. What do you do?
2: This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm
1: Colin.
3: I'm Kelly. I'm Ryan. I'm Patrick. Divorce. Breakup.
1: (laughs) Right. Just immediately.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'm getting the feeling that your dad might be a little intimidating.
1: he is he's an intimidating man, but your s o has no you're married in this scenario, yeah, so like your husband has to just like figure it out, right? He just has to like figure out how to talk to your dad,
4: yeah, your delivery of the joke trumps them being uncomfortable at the uh bar,
2: but it probably wasn't even- okay. I think you have to have a conversation before the divorce.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You don't just walk out of the room and ever talk to them again.
2: Yeah, I think you have to talk because I think that, yes, it is a, it is not a, it's not a cool move, bro. But like, I think it's a human mistake to get nervous and to say, so, I mean, how good is this joke? How involved is is it? Is it a one liner?
1: No, it is. It's a, a multi-stage joke with a punchline that makes a man who never smiles like guffaw slapping his knees.
3: Jesus Christ!
2: Does she take credit for the joke? Does, he, does the SO take credit?
1: Uh, and so the the SO doesn't say like you know who wrote that joke. It, no, yeah, he it. takes credit. He takes credit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
3: Shit, man. I don't know. That's pretty jacked up because they know that, like, this is like in your mind. You're like, oh, this is my way to like connect with my dad. I probably have trouble connecting with him. And you're, as I was aware of this, I just don't understand. I feel like this is so emblematic of like larger issues mm-hmm. in the relation.
4: How does, uh, how do you find out that the joke is blown? Do they let you get to the toast?
1: No, you f- <gasps> you find out because you uh you return to the bar to discover your father laughing uproariously.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, your dad's an asshole, right? Like, if he never even fake laughs at his own kids' jokes, like he
1: he does he does laugh at your older sister's jokes, but not your jokes.
4: Oh, yeah, Jesus. see,
2: dad is a pro- dad is the problem.
4: Yeah, let's just hope this is his last. You don't live and dad. you enjoy the rest of your marriage.
2: I mean yeah, I think you have to have a conversation with your husband, be like, let's talk this out, but like, yeah, no, I dad is the fault. Dad's the one at fault. If I don't you know, man. are that it's desperate such... to you're an adult and you feel that much desperation to please this man who never even smiles?
1: <laughs> it's such a betrayal from the SO though.
2: <laughs> but it's Yeah, so- okay. But I guess it's that's a question to me is it like Kelly said, is this symptomatic? Cause like she also downplayed it to you. Was she, when she did that being, bel- bel- belittling you, did you marry this woman because you could never please your father?
3: Mm, possibly. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. What is this from?
1: This is from happy endings.
3: Oh no. Is this, is this like our, like the OTP of the show that this happens to?
1: Uh, yeah. Brad and, um,
2: Jane.
3: Oh, as a coop. Yeah. Oh yeah. my okay, God. Okay. But that's okay. That, that makes me that even more a, yeah.
2: on yeah, they, his side. Because he is a good they are a good team. Yes, yeah, they are.
1: They're a great team. But and he blows this joke. He
2: blows he screws up. He makes yeah. a mistake. Yeah. And yes, I would be mad. Of course you're gonna be mad. And but like, yeah, you gotta you gotta cut him some slack.
4: Yeah, you get mad in the, you know, uh fun sitcom way where you can wrap it up in twenty three minutes.
3: Right. And you like yeah. punish him by making him do weird sex stuff. <laughs> yeah yeah you just like dom him in the be- in the bedroom and then he's like it's which over. he likes anyway, yeah, yeah likes hopefully anyway.
4: that's going Happy on hat. on the regular with those two, anyhow,
3: I'm sure it is,
2: yeah, it's tough though, yeah, I it's,
1: mean you really gotta make a decision in that moment,
4: do you tell yeah, the joke you're... anyway, when yeah, you look one around? day
2: way down the road and it's covered with woods, and then the other <laughs> way is cleared. Yeah,
1: we're talking crossroad ships Good on today's job, guys. episode.
3: Good job.
1: Um, and this is because I, and okay, so there's a Fast and the Furious video game that might be coming out today. I know it's been delayed a couple times. It'll probably be de- we're recording so far in advance right now. We have no idea what the world's going to look like in like yeah. a month.
2: Yeah, but also the world that we live in is also changing so quickly. Yes, <laughs> that's also why we don't know what the world is going to look like. Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, but so this—it's a uh, Fast and the Furious Crossroads. So we're just taking the Crossroads part of that. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have a Crossroads ship they would like to share? I do. Go for it.
3: Okay. So I thought about Crossroads and I thought about choices and I thought about choices matter video games. Mm. Now, have any of you guys played the game Oxenfree? No, I have not. Wow. Wait, have you heard about it? Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't played it, Patrick. It seems like very up your alley.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have to be like in the right headspace to do like a a really um like choice heavy narrative game.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what this game is. It's like um this group of teens uh go to this like Pacific Northwest Island-ish type place, and um you basically like go through supernatural adventures and make choices and those things matter. Now, I'm going to do a ship that I think a lot of people will be like, why are you doing this? (laughs) But I, when I played the game, I was shipping them. And I think it's partially because I do not have a stepbrother. If I had one, I think I I think I would not like it, but I don't have one. So that's just my experience. That's my life and don't erase it. So, (laughs) Um, so you show up uh, on the Island and it's you and you play as this girl, Alex, who uh, is coming back to this place after um, her brother died. I believe the year before. Um, And, it's like her and her group of friends and her brother was one of the group of friends and her brother died the year before. So she's kind of like dealing with this grief. Um, and her parents got divorced because of uh, her brother's death. Okay. So she shows up and she is along with her. It's her best friend, Ren, who is like, uh, he's smart. He's funny. He's uh, a stoner. Um, and they're like best friends, and he has a crush on this other girl that's like on the island and then she's also with, and she's just met him that day her new stepbrother Jonas Jonas is funny uh he he's also dealing with like a uh, trauma in his past his um mom died of cancer, and so his dad is marrying your mom, and so like This is the first time you're really meeting him. You meet him on the ferry basically to this island. And um, you're kind of like integrating him into your friend group. And I don't know why. I think it's just because like they both have like a trauma in their past. And they're trying to find like meaning in life from dealing with like a really hard loss.
2: How old are you again?
3: Uh, I want to say you're like 18 or 19.
4: Oh, so young enough to make some mistakes with your stepbrother.
2: Well, and old enough that you're not like, it's not, it's It's different if you're living in the same house with someone.
3: Yeah, no, no, no. And it's, it's, it's not V.C. Andrews. It's like. Well, that's not step. (laughs) 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 Right, 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 right. Not enough shared blood. Yeah.
2: But I mean, like, if like my mom got married to some guy now. Yeah, and I know I'm not 18, but just, but like, but you could be. I could be. If if your your mom
4: married to,
3: but like, if my mom married
2: someone right now, and that person had that man had a son, yeah, I would, I wouldn't be looking to date them. But that's not as like weird as if you're, you know, in middle school when you you live together, right.
3: Yeah. You're not in the same household. Like, I think another thing, too, is that, like, uh, Alex has changed a bit ever since her brother's death and, like, her relationship with her friends has changed uh, because, like, one of her friends was dating her brother and he was, like, teaching her, he was teaching Alex how to swim when he died. And so, like, Clarissa. Like, literally? Yeah. And Clarissa. Like, he drowned? He drowned. It's kind of like question marks, like, how did he die? It's kind of vague. Um, I hope it was in a pool. No, no, no. It was in like um. It was at that island. So like ch- very choppy water. So she's back where her s- brother died. Yes. Ah, yeah. jeez Louise. <laughs> yeah. And her um, her this girl Clarissa like used to be nicer, and now like completely blames her for her boyfriend's death slash Alex's brother's death, and Alex blames herself. Um. Now, do we find out like a kraken killed him? No, he just died.
2: That's so sad.
3: Yeah, it's really sad. But he also appears to her because, uh, like, the the whole thing with the game, without giving away too much for people, people that are interested in playing it, is, like, uh, time loops. So, like, she keeps going back and forth in time and, like, seeing her brother and, like, figuring out that, like, this island is a time loop. Uh, oh, and wow. she's kind of the only person that realizes it. And so she has to try and, like, do things to break to break the loop. And so, like, the different choices you make, you can either close the loop or you can leave it open. And it, like, everyone's, like, end story changes. Like, people can die. People can, like, decide to go to college. People can decide not to. Like, it's this whole thing. Um,
2: Is there a way for you to choose to be with
3: your stepbrother? No, oh. unfortunately.
1: Um, can, I don't think you can, can ever romance him. Can I read the... Uh- the um official bio uh, bio of uh jonas yes please okay it reads um alex's new stepbrother wiser than his years with a mordant wit he's had a slightly rough life and carries the hint of a mysterious past there are rumors that he's been arrested but the details of his supposed crime are unknown still missing his mother who succumbed to cancer he isn't quick to open up to new people though at his core is a good-natured boy who can be extraordinarily loyal when he trusts you. Think Joseph Gordon-Levitt in Brick or River Phoenix in Stand By Me.
2: Yeah, those are different characters.
4: <laughs> yeah, but true. also it's very different. two characters I'm attracted to. So yeah, yep. they're both right. hot.
2: Like it just reinforces Jonah is hot. I do think Jonah maybe killed Alex's brother. I'm sorry. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry that that happened. Like no. it's a shame. No, Ryan. I'm sorry. I wish you. it
3: weren't true.
1: You monster.
3: <laughs> also, th- I'm reading the trivia when describing his ideal girl. It is revealed that the characters fit exactly with Carmen San Diego. <laughs>
4: yeah same i mean
3: uh, (laughs) sure yeah uh (laughs) no this is oh she's 17 she's 17 i'm sorry i forgot to say that i still
2: think household is a big piece of the step situation to me but again i don't have any steps so maybe i would be so much more grossed out
3: yeah um because also they're meeting that day and they're meeting outside of the house, and they're meeting, but yeah, like, but on this island
2: as a step If you meet as step
3: siblings, yeah,
4: so would it would it clean it up for you, mogi, if they met as strangers, and then only after their uh uh heated affair found out they were technically step siblings,
3: see and- that's v C. Andrews. yes, and they, and they turn out to be siblings, and they're actually d- deeply related,
2: I think if. <laughs> I think a big, like I said, I think a big piece of it is are you adults?
3: Yeah. Even I if you're only almost. 20, but
2: like if you're going to like live in the same household as siblings, you can't be in love with each other.
3: No, 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 no.
2: Or you can be, but it's gonna, I'm not gonna root for you. It's like <laughs> the show The Fosters has two teens who one is uh, biologically related to the, one of the moms, and then the other is a foster kid who joins the family at like age 16, but she's integrated. She lives as part of the family, but there's still a romance with her and her foster brother. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yes. It's the worst, but to me, it's the worst part of the show. Um, and then at one point she thinks she's ruined being adopted by that family forever. And so spoilers for like the fourth season. Sorry guys. Uh, so you had a chance to watch it. Uh, she sleeps with him. Because she's like so depressed Because she's like I don't get to be part of this family He's depressed because he lost like a Piano competition or some shit, but she's like so sad that she's <laughs> not- like
3: different <laughs> levels of depression. Yeah. She's, she's like my one
2: over. chance at ever having a family is now destroyed, and he's like, "Oh, I don't get to go to Juilliard
3: piano competition." Uh-
4: <laughs> yeah, is this like a devil went down to Georgia scenario?
3: Is- has <laughs> no, he lost his I eternal? I, mean, soul? I think-
1: I've had enough bad solo and ensemble competition all experiences right. to know
2: Patrick gets it. That sucks. It's like the Idlewild performance camp. I don't know if that's real, but that's what is on the show. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so they sleep together, and then the next morning she gets a call from her foster mom, being like, "We worked it out. You're going to get adopted." Stop.
4: Yes. Oh my It's the worst God.
3: nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Yes.
2: So it's good cool for drama, she's but like, it's like
3: she's how old is that you can't it. She's like 17. Well, she has a little brother.
4: She's got like eight months left to live in with. Well, yes,
2: but if they had waited, or honestly, don't wait. Just. Put your sexual feelings in a little box, lock it up, throw it in the ocean, and be siblings. I recognize um, it's a teen, it's a drama, and like whatever. But like, I could never root for them to I feel be together. Like Just like that's how I feel about Steps. If they're in the same, ha- if you're supposed to be a family, you have yeah. to like
3: figure out how to be a family. Yeah, you have to okay. pick which role? Ryan. Yeah, Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer you something, and you're gonna tell me how you feel about it. Okay. All right, you've come home for the holidays. You're at your mom's house. Mm-hmm. Quarantine happens, mm-hmm. but right before quarantine happens, your mom's like, "I want you to meet somebody." Okay, two people to be exact.
2: Okay, because <laughs> like if it's one person, <laughs> this is going to get really complicated.
3: Okay, my new husband and his adult son. Okay, he's grown. He's uh, he's thirty eight. He's a okay. contractor. He's okay. really good with his hands. Now,
1: really
2: uh-huh. good. Mm
3: -hmm. you're you're like, oh, and there's sparks. And you're like, but this is fine, right? Because, like, we're both adults and we both have our own lives and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Quarantine happens. And there's, like, an outbreak in the town. So you have to stay in this house. The four of us. Yes. What do you do?
2: I mean, what do I do... Is I shut it down completely because I'm having anxiety because there's fucking <laughs> an outbreak. The last thing I'm going to do is prioritize liaisons. Right,
3: right, right, right. right. Okay, but, <laughs>
2: okay, but okay. How about this? Uh-huh. My mom and the boyfriend go to go pick up uh, some pizza in across the state border in Maryland. Okay, <laughs> and then the they state border
4: is closed behind. Across the state so line. it's you're
3: stuck. You're stuck with the guy in the house. Yes, if it's just me and the guy in the house, love can blossom. Love can blossom. But my okay. mom's in the house. It would be no, okay. What about your mom? Goes- okay. Hold on. Your mom goes to get the pizza. Okay. <laughs> the, new- the new husband <laughs> and,
1: and his son. Yes.
3: Are there. Oh, no. And the guy's nice. He just like but he putters I- around oh, in the God, yard. But how horrible. Because like <laughs> the dynamic
2: is so that's the most <laughs> awkward thing. I- that's like <laughs> like even just like making do I cook for them? Like, what we have he's no a established a really good, no, dynamics.
3: Okay, this is what happens. So you're like feeling awkward. You're like, I don't know what to do. Like, do I cook for them? Like, <laughs> are they guests in my home? Like, I what's the dynamic? Yes. He's, um. He's like, you know what? Uh, Dad's out in the yard. Okay. Your new stepfather. Great. Is out <laughs> out in the yard, gardening, and the guy. He's like, I love cooking. I just don't know how to bake. <gasps> I just I would like to put together like a nice dinner, so I'm gonna like make some like chicken cacciatore or whatever. Um, and like I don't know, I just think it would be nice just to sit down and kind of like unwind with like a really nice meal. Um, I'm gonna grab a couple of beers and like we can sit on the porch and like eat. Now, so he's like willing to contribute. Okay. Now what's happening now.
2: I mean, I think I contribute, but I also think that I feel. I think I'm awkward as hell. I can imagine that. I'm so <laughs> awkward. Like I go into my room and I'm like in the room like for many hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god. I come out for meals, like, but I'm just yeah. like, I'm I'm so awkward because okay. it's not even my house. It's somewhat, I'm by yeah. proxy sort of hosting, but also with two strangers who know each other very well. They're related. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and okay. i'm super attracted to one of them but also like is this okay i don't know i think like, there's a lot going on kelly you yeah, get to make okay.
1: your own rules here right yeah, and that's your your the beauty rules. of it
4: okay so
2: i barely know this stepdad p- the stepdad character
3: you're living with him now you'll you, get, to you know can him. get to know him and also he's quiet he like he enjoys doing like a little bit of yard work for the sake okay. of doing the yard work so mm-hmm. he's outside that's a, a lot he's not He's staying to out of the way
4: possibly on purpose yeah. But don't look that gift horse in the mouth. Just <laughs>
2: Yeah. I think I probably play it very like old school. I don't think I'm sleeping with the sun yet.
3: Okay. I think so we t-
2: talk all day- like we'll talk, we yeah. hang out, we have good times. We'll binge watch Do you write TV. him
1: letters when you're not talking?
2: Probably cuz I think yeah. I fall in love with him. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not in love with this man. I just don't th- I I feel like I would and I'm probably worried about my mom. She's
3: trapped. <laughs> in <the, laughs> state. Yeah, she is trapped at the Pizza Hut in yeah. Maryland. <laughs> and I my, like my, the rest of my family still exists. You guys still exist. I'm
2: still worried about. There's been a like. I'm still worried about the world.
1: But Mogi, okay, so
3: then okay, wait, to- so then he he he's like, uh, you you guys are kind of like separating out the housework and yeah. stuff. And then like one day you have like a migraine and like your <gasps> chore is to do the laundry. Oh, no. And you're like you're you just can't even deal with it that day. So then the next day, you're like, oh, okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Uh, because he gave you space to like, you know, be in the dark and whatever. Mm-hmm. So the next day you're, like, I feel a little bit better. I'll tackle my chore today. And you go into the laundry room and it's all folded. Aw. And there's a little and as you're unfolding, you know, you're putting some yeah. stuff away, you're put there's like a little slip of paper and um it says like i can't stop thinking about you
2: <gasps> wait is it signed at least
3: it says his name is um his name is gert oh okay his name is gert junior this is the problem his oh, name is gert no. junior and <laughs> his dad is <laughs> so Geert. maybe his dad is thinking about me see this is the problem <laughs> so Then it says it says dash g and so oh. you don't know if it's from <laughs> this is
2: you're horrible junior or your senior i might throw fletcher and my mom's shih Tzu lucky in the car and go try to get my mom i may <laughs> give up on these guys
1: yeah it's too you're gonna hunker down in the pizza hut
2: <laughs>
1: start a new life
3: oh my here's god here's the
4: thing that pizza hut franchise owned by a father-son Teams.
3: yeah it's mm-hmm. owned by a father I I go the okay. whole thing Hon- starts <laughs>
5: over
4: again
2: okay I think that I just live in a state of anxiety and <laughs> awkwardness like the whole the whole outbreak right and then hopefully at the end me and Gert jr get in the car and we just go on our own trip and the two of us spend time alone.
3: Okay, but when you go to the Pizza Hut, uh, yeah. <laughs> which is owned, which is owned by fjord Senior and Junior.
2: Yep.
4: <laughs> Bitter rivals they're, of Fierce and Gurt Junior, yeah, by the rivals. way. Yeah, they're
3: rivals. And like where so one So now I'm in a love triangle? Yeah.
1: Possibly a love square. Promise. <laughs> what
4: is
3: it?
2: <laughs> star? Yeah, it's a love
4: star of David.
1: <laughs> a love pentagon.
2: A love pentagon. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, eventually I come back to California, and I just give up on all of
3: this. And you're like, guys, I have just had the craziest summer, and we're like, okay. I have like
4: 17 hot takes we need to get through, you guys.
2: That's true. This experience would give me a lot of hot takes.
3: <laughs> uh so yeah, Colin. so in that case, it's okay to hook up with your stepbrother. <laughs> or two, because now your mom is maybe falling oh, in love wait, with Oh, wait, mom is a bigamist? <laughs> she thought she was never going to get
1: back to the house. She That's thought right. she
3: was stuck forever at Fjert's
1: Pizza when, Hut
3: When, when
4: Sean closes a girt, he opens a fjert. <laughs>
1: That's right. She's not going to let the pandemic shut down her desire to be in a relationship.
3: Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, good for her.
2: <laughs> i still kind of resent that she left me in such an awkward position
3: she couldn't she there were armed guards everywhere she couldn't no,
2: honestly i was pro- i probably already resented her for leaving me in the house with these two guys when she went to get pizza <laughs> she was gert. just going to get I a offered pizza to, i offered to get the pizza right. i was happy to get a break from two right. strange men in my in the house but right yeah oh gert jr Gert is like he he
3: found the little because you left the slip he found the slip and he is like she doesn't even love me
4: or he's like what the hell is this note my dad wrote we don't know
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god he does funny because he's awkward like me so he finds the note he's like my dad's a creep and then he comes and finds me but
3: again away
2: from our parents the parents (laughs) part is too much
3: yeah so he comes and finds you and he's like and he has the note and he's like I I I or he's like I th- I need you to know that like I love you and you're like so it was you that wrote the note and he's like no that was my dad um but separately I also love you <laughs> it's just a coincidence that my dad while showing no interest in you whatsoever and has like <laughs> spends 19 hours a day outside can't yep. stop thinking about you
4: <laughs> yep and then meanwhile Furt Senior is falling madly in love with Drew Mogi who is like, no, yes. no, I am recently married to Gert. You may know him. And he's
3: like, who? I fucking Gert? hate
4: Gert Sr. He
3: <gasps> yeah. breaks
4: quarantine, drives he... to your house, Stop. murders Gert Sr. Now, the blood feud between the Gerts yeah. and the Ferts are in full swing. furt. Sorry, not Ferts. Fert.
3: Yeah, yes. <laughs>
4: oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, Mogi, you are in a straight up fucking blood war between your mom's new like uh i guess romantic murder champion and you're the son of your lover because you're like or your lover (laughs) whose father was just murdered because you're like no gert jr let it go we can be together now but he has to avenge his father
2: yeah again i think i just come back to california (laughs) <laughs> it's that's just too I much for
3: you. All this—that's a great call.
1: Well, g- could you get Geert to come to California with you, or would you even want that at that point?
3: Geert but
2: Junior, I, oh, yeah. Geert's Geert, the junior. first one, yeah. yes, the, yes, the
1: Geert, living Gert.
2: Yes, yeah. I think he's invited, but
3: he has to let go of the blood feud.
1: Mm, no okay, go. he
3: says he he says he's let go of it, but at night you find him writing like insane letters to Fear, and they're just like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." And your yeah, he and also
4: them? their their Facebook posts.
3: Oh yeah. that Facebook post Yeah he's typing He's typing I
2: think I suggest He speak to a therapist Cause I think at that point He's, he's but
4: going But my father's killer is still out there
2: Oh no is this how Gert talks
3: <laughs> Yeah Yeah yeah. Ooh. unfortunately It's part and so of does why you Hirt. fell in love with him Yeah So like when you read the note It was like I can't stop thinking about you <laughs>
2: oh my god this is the this is
3: horrible
4: honestly right now this is starting to feel like a very special episode of same day shipping
3: it does it does i do like that we've forced ryan to do this (laughs) this like choose your own adventure in hell (laughs) no it's this is this is how like this is horrible
2: (laughs) staying in a house that isn't even mine with two strange men um, both of which are madly in love with me both you. of them are madly in love with me meanwhile everyone i care about is out in the world possibly succumbing to some kind of outbreak yeah you don't know i'm separated i i mean i guess it's making me like My current situation more in contrast. (laughs) There you go. Like, at least in this apartment, it may just be me and my dog, but there are no
3: two strange men. With letters. With letters. Dads. Yeah.
5: (sighs) Colin,
1: you got a crossroads ship?
4: Uh, I do, but one that just will never live up to the drama of what we just concocted.
1: truth i feel like we got to just rapid fire off the rest of them <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: so I, I chose two characters that are not only at a crossroad but they are on a fury road
1: <gasps> um oh,
4: my nice. ship for the week is uh capable and Nux from mad max fury road um and that is the uh young woman who is freed from uh the like compound and they're all like on the road and she discovers uh, Nux, who is the what what do they call them death boys, battley boys?
3: Yeah, ba- ba- remember boys. Yeah, remember the, the boys. <laughs> I don't know what they're called.
4: The but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah.
3: But they're Nicholas is, Holt.
4: Nicholas Holt, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um you know, and they're like they're completely like opposites on the like character like two dimensional character trope spectrum right one is mm-hmm. a personification of death he's terminally ill with tumors and lung diseases yeah. and his whole purpose in life is to kill and to die and she is someone who is forced into slavery with the sole purpose of creating more offspring for joe the the leader of the like horrible dystopian society um through circumstances in his case and you know like planning and uh you know like a huge caper in hers they like cast off these things and they meet each other in the middle when he uh when nux tries to kill himself and fails and uh like kill himself in battle and he's really depressed about it and she like gives him a fresh outlook like you can live though like there there's Like, there's life to be lived, even for someone who's, like, terminal and whole life is violence. And ultimately, you know I ship it, because it ends with him sacrificing his life to save hers. And he gets to die and go to the gates of Valhalla, and she gets to witness him, which is, like, a big important thing in his religion. And uh, it's very sad and depressing, and that's how I like my ships.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good depressing ship. I just wanted to say that um, you you talking about Mad Max: Fury Road made me want to buy it on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and so I was looking at it and I found um, an Amazon review of this movie.
1: Ooh! Oh!
3: Called Vroom Vroom. <laughs> Wait, is it written by Como? It's in vroom, all caps.
2: Vroom, vroom. Before Mom's watching this Daddy. movie,
3: I used to type like a normal person. Then I watched Mad Max: Fury Road, and now I can only type in all caps. I barely have time for punctuation, and I cannot spec check my spelling errors. Now in my head, twenty four seven, I hear revving engines and doom 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 dum wah music in my head. This movie will not only knock your socks off; it will light them on fire and blow them up. This movie is the most metal. This movie has so much testosterone that I feel like a young boy reaching to puberty every time I watch it. I am a grown woman. <laughs> it is a wild movie. I love that movie. I think I saw it like three times in theaters. It's so I good. was
4: so overstimulated in theaters yes. when I saw it. I walked out and I was like, I kind of hated that experience and have since watched it like five more times because it is yeah. truly amazing.
1: No, that that was me too. Like coming out of that movie, I felt like like high almost. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. I felt amazing. I didn't I was like, I can't die. Oh, I room thought room. my
1: heart was going to explode in my chest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So good. Um they're
1: they're war boys.
2: War, war boys. boys. Yes, yes. Yes.
3: They're the boys of war.
1: hmm Yeah. Oh,
4: and there's this moment when, when they first meet, Capable and Nux, uh, where like he's he's so devastated over his like failure to uh kill Mad Max and like, you know, fulfill his mission and really all he cares about is killing himself. But, uh, you know, there's the whole thing where Mad Max is their prisoner and becomes his blood bag. Like, he's sick, Mm -hmm. and so he's using Mad Max as, like, a fucking... uh, Like, he's got an IV connecting their two bodies um, so he can, like, go out and battle more. And then Mad Max, like, escapes and gets a rig and, like, kills his friends. And he's so ashamed that, like, his battling buddies what war boys his fellow war boys see his blood bag who's supposed to be like his subject like escape and kill and like help the villains escape and stuff like that and he's like so devastated and uh capable just like lays down next to him and she's like yeah but it's all good dude like that shit's all (laughs) kind (laughs) of (laughs) bullshit
1: that is cute
4: um who else has a uh crossroads ship?
1: Um, I got one. Give it. Did any of you play Octopath Traveler on the next Switch? No, Nintendo but I Switch?
3: want
2: to.
1: So uh, Octopath Traveler is a uh like an old school sort of turn based RPG um from Square Enix the Final Fantasy people. Okay. Um and uh it the the game is formatted where at the beginning you choose between eight different heroes. And, like, throughout the course of the game, you end up, like, collecting all eight heroes, and they all have, like, their own separate path that they go through um, on the game. Um, and one of them is this dude, Alfin, who is uh, an apothecary. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read uh, the description that the game, like, as you're selecting the characters, which are it's, you know, you know nothing about these characters before you start. Um, but the description reads, uh, your name is Alfin, and you are an apothecary. You treat the wounded and sick in a small village amid the babbling brooks of the Riverlands. Stricken ill as a child, you are saved by a traveler who asked for nothing in return, inspiring you to follow in his footsteps. Though hesitant to leave your home, the only home you've ever known, your best friend convinces you to follow your dream wherever that may lead you. So this friend, this best friend is uh, another character named Zeph. And Zeph... Uh, His father was, like, the doctor in the town, and when you got sick, his dad couldn't heal you. You were instead Mm. healed by a, like, traveling apothecary that no one knew the identity of and is just, like, built up in your mind as this, like, legendary healer, right? And it's someone that you model yourself after so that, like, you can go out into the world and, like, just heal people and be awesome. Yeah. Um. And, like, Zeph, uh, you know, even though, like, you and Zeph are both, like, healers and, like, you come up together, um, you know, and Zeph is like, I'm going to stay here and, like, help out the town, but, like, you should go, you know, you've got this, like, you have this, like, model of uh, a wandering healer that, like, you should fulfill that role. And then, like, you do, right? Like, that's, that's the whole game is, like, you go out and you're, like, on this journey to, like, uh, f- basically do what this wandering healer did for you, right? Um, and you come across this dude, uh, Agen, who is another healer. Um, and, uh, he, he doesn't have like the, the same like philosophy that you do as far as like healing goes. Like, you're like, I'm going to heal everyone. And like, it doesn't, I was poor and this dude healed me. I'm going to heal everyone else who needs it. But Agen is like, nah, you have to start like, you need to choose who you heal. Don't heal bad people. Don't heal people that can't pay you. Like he's got all these rules um uh and uh then you find out that Ogin is sick um and he has the disease that you had when you were a kid and you like graciously heal him and then go back to your hometown you're like fuck you buddy like i'm healing you so like you know not really fuck you but there's like <laughs> there's an element of like you get to be so far above like his fucked up ideology and then you can go back and hang out with your buddy Zeph and so it's Alfin and Zeph that i just want I just want those two, like, who just like believe in the power of healing and in like helping everyone who needs it. I just yeah. love them so much.
2: Aww.
4: And it, it totally is a fuck you in the sense of like, fuck your moral structure. Like, yeah. I'm so, I'm such a yeah. good and like, uh, equitable healer that I will even heal you who are, who is like actively against my philosophy. Yeah. Super cool.
1: Elfin and Zeph.
2: Yeah, it's very cute.
1: Mogi, you got a crossroad ship?
2: <sighs> yes. Okay, so originally I was going to talk about the movie The Heavenly Kid, but I think I've already talked about it before. Um, and then I was like, let's dig back to the origin of the crossroad ship for this week, and it's Fast and Furious. And I don't think I've talked yeah. about my number one Fast and Furious ship. I've seen Ooh. all of these films. Um, but no relationship sparkles with as much charm as the Han and Giselle ship. Now, Han is like, he's a very good driver, as most of them are. Um, and Giselle is treated by most of the characters in Fast and Furious as like the token hot girl. Um, but Han is just like genuinely respects her abilities and and they become, they fall in love and it's really great. But then she dies. And then oh. it's actually in the past because chronologically, for for um, like the real world, Han has been dead because the movie Tokyo Drift takes place after Fast Seven. Um, even though it was the
4: oh wow, it was third, the third film movie, yeah, but,
2: yeah. Well, partially because they wanted to bring Han back. I don't really understand why they did. It was dumb, but so like. All of the things that happen in four, five, and six actually happen before, or four, five, six, and seven actually happen before three. Um, but Han and Giselle are just like very cute and very nice, and so it's very sad when she gets killed. They're just two like charming characters, um, and don't. There's not a lot of like other than the you know murders. There's not a lot of drama with them, which is <laughs> mm-hmm. nice for Fast and Furious. Um, and I'm very excited about the next. I don't think she, he will appear in. The next uh this video game if it comes out but in fast nine which is set for next year um at least right now uh in fast nine he comes back from the dead and i'm really excited and i hope he's very pissed about giselle it becomes back to Avenger death specifically but we'll see i'm very excited Whoa! About so does he come Aww. back from
4: the dead or does he is, does it take place at a time when he's alive
2: no it takes place after he's been murdered and no one has seen him, and so it was like a huge deal when he showed up in the trailer, like Han's alive. What? And, oh yeah! But it was funny because I just read this on Wikipedia. I didn't know about this. Apparently, the hashtag Han's alive. <laughs> oh, that's on the very internet. confusing. And so to another a lot fan base? of Star Wars fans got really confused, oh my God. and they were like, "What?" <laughs> and it's like, "No, <laughs> our Han, our Han's alive." Uh, fast five Han. but yeah, so Amazing. it's exciting. I'm excited to see him come back. Like I said, I hope it's also, and I know we talked about this. We talked a little Hobson Shaw at some point in the last few months, but like Shaw Deckard Shaw used to be a bad guy. I think he, at one point we, his brother was the one who killed Han. So, Oh no. Yeah. So like, I don't know that Han is going to be down with all of our good guys right now because our good guys are a mixture of people who used to be bad guys. But I'm into it. I'm like, yeah. whatever Han wants to do, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, He's just, yeah, like I said, he's very charming, which is an important thing in these movies because it's not like yes. the things that happen. You know, the script doesn't really give you a lot of characterization. So, like, if you're, like Ludacris just shows up and he's Ludacris. And Tyrese shows <laughs> up, he's Tyrese. And then Han shows up and he's Han. And I'm just so excited to see what happens. Like I said, I hope he's there to avenge his love's murder. Um, Or maybe well, she'll I'm- come back. Maybe exactly. Be depending alive. on
4: the explanation, by the time we get to Fast X,
2: mm-hmm. she
4: comes back as well.
2: I would be. I mean, she's now playing Wonder Woman.
3: She's moved on. I mean, can <laughs> but- you ever
4: move on from family? Uh,
1: to, to be Wonder Woman, probably.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. For that kind of money, yeah. <laughs> to be Wonder Woman—that's the only reason to leave your family.
1: <laughs> I mean, that—that's what Diana does, right?
3: Wow! Yeah! 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 Yeah!
1: Um, I I like the idea of returning from the grave to avenge someone else's death. That's awesome. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's
2: super cool. cool. That's cool. And we really we won't know what's happening. To, and then I'm sure it'll be gobbledygook. I don't think they're gonna go full science fiction. Like his, or he's a reanimated corpse. I'm sure they'll just say he like faked his death for some yeah reason. Um,
4: I mean, if they do it, even like in a um. Like, maybe not reanimated corpse, but, like, a, a mix, like, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.,
1: mm-hmm. where uh,
4: Colston is, like, yeah, it looked like he was dead, but really he was being brainwashed by a praying mantis of some sort. Like, is but that what it is? Back, I thought
2: his body is, like, literally an inorganic body. It but he has be, all honest. his memories.
4: I, I'm basing it on, like, the first half of the first season, which is as okay. far as I got, which I is think- just flashbacks.
2: Yes, I think eventually we find out that he his like brain and memories were uploaded into a different, because he has like, he's very strong now.
1: Mm. Is he a, uh, is he an LMD?
2: He may be an LMD. I don't know if they use that term monology. Okay. It, I, I also did not continue with ages of Shield. I do feel sometimes bad about it. Like, cause it feels like it was, I should watch it.
1: Right. Were you going to say made for you?
2: Well, no, cuz it wasn't really cuz obviously I tried it and love it, but I was like it right. feels like I should be watching it.
4: Yeah, but yeah. I, I remember feeling the same way when the show was released. I was like, "Oh, they made me a TV show," and then like not really enjoying it.
2: <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> "Oh, wow, okay, it's like this." And then now <laughs> this season I found out that Agent Carter's boyfriend from the show who before endgame she married uh in the, the, the guy duty. with the daniel the, the with the limp yes yeah. he's on the season of agents of Shield. what and even that hasn't i read recaps of it but that hasn't even gotten me to watch it i'm like refusing <laughs> to do my duty
1: <laughs> um colin do we have any questions from twitter
4: we sure do
1: if okay. you have- if you would like to have your questions read and answered on the show, you can tweet at us at shippledips, at shipple like nipple and dips like nips. Uh, so
4: this one comes from a dear friend of the show, Mothwoman, bride of Mothman. At Dips. I need advice. My SO, buys, my SO buys me gifts based on in-jokes. We have like a big stuffed flamingo and mall ninja stars. I love the thought, but I don't want this stuff anymore. Can I get rid of these things without hurting my SO's feelings? They will notice if it's gone.
1: <clears throat> That's tough.
2: I think it is it is tough, but it's also like, do they want you to keep a shrine to inside jokes in your home?
1: I mean, they they think so much about bringing the inside joke into the physical that they give you these gifts in the first place. Mm-hmm. That means they hold it in pretty high regard, right?
2: I think. Okay, the next question I get, and I think it was implied or I inferred it. Do you live with them?
1: It
4: sounds like it sounds like uh, Bride of Mothman lives with uh, Mothman.
2: Okay, because I think then you just have to be like, let's declutter. Yeah, right. Humor condo. Yeah, I think you just like because if you're a person who's noticing this stuff. And you're not feeling sentimental about it. I think you can downsize, but I think you have to be like, you can't, even if it is your primary objective, you can't make the primary objective, get rid of junk my boyfriend gave me. It has to be like, right. let's get rid of the extra stuff in the house. Won't it feel That's so right. nice? And
3: then, yeah. So one sh- of the effects is the goal yeah. that you yeah. secretly have. Yeah.
1: You have to start with something that you bought.
3: Oh, and 100%. Be like,
1: yeah. We're going to yeah, get yeah. rid of this. Oh, and these ninja stars too.
4: Um, So recently I was uh, helping my SO clean out her bedroom Mm -hmm. at her place, and we found a stuffed kangaroo that I gave her that was a prop from a show. Like, there was no thought put into it. Literally, there was no financial investment in this stuffed kangaroo. She told me the day I gave it to her that she hated it and did not want it, and the joke became that I insisted she keep it. And we finally let go of that stuff. Did you most- say
2: the joke became you insisted. Are you saying that as a bit, you insisted she keep it?
4: Yes. As a bit, I was like, oh, but how could you get rid of this thing that neither of us care about? Yeah. And we well, finally- Well, I'm
3: glad that you guys- I'm glad it got rid yeah, of it. Yeah, I was like, Cause if this was a hot <laughs> take,
2: I was definitely on her side. <laughs> as a bit, yeah. I forced you to keep this in your <laughs> house so Um, i
4: guess what i'm saying is if i can make it anybody can
2: (laughs) (laughs) no but i think yeah i think you just have to and but that's also part of right isn't that part of the living together dynamic is you have to like agree on what level of stuff you keep in your home yeah i almost think that
1: makes it too easy then like i think uh we should assume that they're not they're not living
2: together oh
3: my god that's worse
2: I, mean, <laughs> I think <laughs> it's maybe, it's just maybe you make yeah. an area of your home that's just that stuff so that when they come over, they can see like, wow, there's no room <laughs> on this shelf
3: for any yeah. more jokey jokes. What if on accident, though, then they go like, wow, you love it so much. You made a little area of just the stuff mm-hmm. I give you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to do more.
4: It, now you have provided the shrine. Um, Ooh, okay.
3: Maybe it's a if- toy box. Okay. Nothing else will fit inside no, here. It's this all thing closed. that I keep under my bed.
4: What if it's a fucking target and you use the ninja stars that you mentioned in the tweet to <laughs> eviscerate all other inside joke gifts?
3: And then you're like, isn't it fun when we destroy these things? Yeah, it is.
2: Joke gifts are really hard.
3: Yeah, they because are because the joke is only in the moment. Yeah, unless right. a
2: bit is created where you can't get rid of it because your so is going to pretend to be hurt. But like, yeah. <laughs> In the, mo- the the joke is the moment,
3: right?
1: Yeah. And I think that's that's the thing you need to like strive to normalize, right? That like it was very funny when you gave this to me. Now I'm getting rid of it because it's not funny to just have it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I think also if there's like a use, right? Like if the person's like, I don't know, I'm because I'm thinking specifically of those big bear glasses that Ryan almost got Patrick. I didn't yes. do it though. But I feel like if you did, they it would be. It's something you can actually like. You can still use that,
2: right?
1: And like, it was funny how mad I got at the Big Bear Brewing <laughs> Company.
3: You're so mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be reminded of how mad I got.
3: Yeah, <laughs> while
1: I sipping mean, a beverage. We,
4: we can yeah. also remind you of that by like playing um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed <laughs> Reindeer and serving you cold French fries.
2: And I'll go get us waters from the from the side <laughs> table. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's been three years since we've put those motherfuckers on blast, and the
2: time has come. Big Bear Brewing, You failed I mean, They're us. probably closed. Yeah, exactly. Great point. Probably no, they're closed. open, and people are just getting COVID there.
3: Oh,
4: Jesus Christ. But not hot
1: food.
3: <laughs> not hot food.
1: <laughs> hey, guys.
3: Two Two, two relationships. relationships.